みの。とみの。Kind of sad she wasn't there. Why? Why are you sad? I don't know. Don't be sour. She's probably like in her new house that her cousin got her. Yeah. Don't、oh. <laughs> be sour. Where you at? Ready? No,、oh, we started off like this. Like, you went into Tamina, so go ahead. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's get right into it. Rampage with the Royal Rumble. Okay, Royal Rampage. Ah, that's what it was. Royal Rampage. That's what it was. So, yeah, it was a Royal Rampage, two rings, Battle Royal. And for some people, they've never seen this before because either they haven't w e n t back on the WWE Network and saw it. What happened in WCW when they used to do this, or they never experienced it. And the funny part about it is, like, so many people always, like, immediately, so they saw this, was like, oh, it's like World War III. I was like, nope, it was something before World War III. And it was just like the Lethal Lottery Battle Royal was one of them,、mm-hmm. and a regular Battle Royal that they had right before War Games. Where Dangerous Danny Spivey and Sid Vicious wind up both winning at the same time because they were both in both rings. They both beat everybody in both rings. And Teddy Long's like, hey, wait a minute, man. You guys are a tag team. So you both win and you both win the money. And that was a thing back in WCW. But a lot of people don't know about it because, you know, it is what it is. Do you remember the name of it? I, no, it was a battle royal. It was a battle royal right before <laughs> War Games. Because,、oh. like, War Games was later on in the show and they needed something to do. It was a battle royal for money. I remember that was like a $2,500 check and that was the battle royal. And it was like, okay, yeah, that, that's, that was it. It was just a thing. Gotcha. So, like, yeah, AEW had one and, like, things were coming out of it, like, El Toro Blanco and Penta Escuro wound up getting into it, basically setting up their feud for later on.、And、then, like, everybody else was in there, and like, there were little feuds posted here and there. It's like, oh, yeah, they're making this and this and this. And it wound up ending up with Darby Allen and Brody King. And Brody King and Darby got on the outside. And Brody just decided, I'm going to choke this little fucker out. He choked him out while they were both on the outside and turned. And Darby's now half dead. And he just goes, fuck it. And let Darby go. And Darby died. So now Brody King is going to face John Moxley next week, Dynamite World Championship. How do you feel about it? Um. I was okay with it until people started pointing out, shouldn't this be、um, Malachi Black? Which, in a sense, I agree with it because he is the leader, but Brody's a fucking monster. So that's going to be a hell of a fucking match. Yeah, and Malachi wasn't in this match. So what are you, like, why are people even complaining about that? That shouldn't,、exactly. e- that shouldn't even been in anybody's mind or conversation. Malachi wasn't in this match. Just because he's the leader of some fucking group doesn't mean that, oh, I'm the leader. I deserve to get everything. That none of that should matter. 
Like that's yeah. the most asinine bullshit. And like for AEW fans that are just doing that, like, are you really fucking? Are you really that fucking dense? Like, first off, do you know who Brody King is? Like, Brody King is fucking phenomenal. That's yeah. one, two. There's no reason to correlate the teams with anything. It's it's it shouldn't be any, it shouldn't be anything. So, like, like he can legit win the belt, which he's not, but like he yeah. can legit win it and like lead the group. You know what I mean? Do his own thing. He could, but at the same time, he's not winning. And I see that this is going to Jericho versus Moxley eventually. So that's where I feel like this is going. Yeah. So then we had Hook backstage and Hook had an interview. And I didn't catch exactly what Hook said, but he was alluding, alluding to a new opponent. He made like some cryptic thing and he alluded to the new opponent. And I just like totally missed it and was like, oh, oh yeah. He's looking for a new opponent, so that's the thing. So, whoever it is, is whoever it is. I don't remember who it was. And like, he's just like, whoever it is, he's gonna kill him. He's gonna kill him. So yeah. then we had the championship contenders match, which was Bishamon, which is Yoshihashi and Goto versus the Young Bucks. And if Bishamon wins, they become number one contenders. We really thought no one thought they were gonna win the Bucks one, and that's it. So yeah, so okay. They win, no, they shouldn't. So here's the thing: mm-hmm. this thing came out in the Wrestling Observer News that said Ghetto wanted the Bucks to win the titles at Forbidden Door, but the Bucks decided, no, we're gonna not be selfish, and we're gonna let. FTR win so FTR can have the belts and everybody was applauding and applauding but they forgot to read the next line that they said because it's part of our story and we're going to fight FTR in the main event of All Out so yeah it doesn't really matter like we don't really want the titles we're just going to have an all or nothing match at All Out and it's like so you moving out the way wasn't you moving out the way for real. It was you moving out the way for a bigger spot on your show and you to close the show with this big magic drastical all titles on the line thing. That's what it was. And like if somebody literally sits there and goes, well, see, the Bucksers aren't selfish. They let FTR win. The Bucksers not selfish. You people are dumb. You people are dumb. You didn't read that next line where they said it's part of our story to go to the pay-per-view in Russell FTR. Like, are y'all are you're dead fucking dicks or, or y'all dead big dick writers? Like, they literally didn't do anything to just, like, go, oh, yeah, we're we're really good guys. Are you dead big of dick writers? Because they're literally telling you we're going to have a bigger match, which we're going to star in. It makes us look better. Are you that big of dick riders? Like, how far is there dicks in your mouth? Like, are you that dense? And I know somebody's gonna be like, oh, you're a shield. What the fuck are you talking about? You're a fucking dick rider. Holy shit, the internet is fucking unbearable sometimes. You guys are fucking idiots. You're clueless fucking drones that sit there and have no fucking mind of your own. And when something actually pushes against your fucking narrative, 
you just immediately go, no, that's not real. It, no, no, look at this first part. Not reading the whole conclusion. That's why the Americans in the fucking state that it's in because you fucking idiots. Not you wrestling fans. Well, some of you because you're fucking idiots. Don't fucking go out and understand what's being said to you right in front of your fucking faces. Jesus fucking Christ. Holy fucking shit. Moving on. So, then we get Jonathan Gresham and he's calling out fucking um, Tully Blanchard Enterprises. But in his little vignette where he's talking about them, he made the statement that I've made minty, minty times before. Everybody's talking about who's the best professional wrestler. They're not putting Gresham in the conversation. He even said he wants Cesaro and he wants Bryant to prove that he is the best professional wrestler. And I know somebody's like, well, what about Zach? What about Zach? What about him and Zach? Well, see, this also proves another one of my points. That happened in Ring of Honor. That literally happened in Ring of Honor. And I know, like, you're like, wait, how does that prove your point? Because I've said a million times, you only know what happens in AEW. It happened in Ring of Honor. I literally brought that pay-per-view specifically just to watch Gresham versus Zack Sabre Jr. And if you, like I said, if you're sitting there going, oh, but what about that? It's because you only were watching AEW at the time. So that just immediately eliminates you from all of the current conversations. And that just throws back to exactly what I've been saying. You only know AEW. You only fuck the Bucks. You only suck off Kenny. And you only ride Cody's dick. That's it. So moving on. So then we get to the main event, which was Tony Storm versus Nyla Rose with Marina Shafir in her corner. And this match was like, it was very weird because like the whole match, like every time Tony went outside, she got attacked by Marina. And like Tony winds up winning. And then Thunder Rosa comes out to help Tony after she's getting beat down. And it's like, I don't, I, I don't know what's happening. And now Thunderstorm exists. All credit to Renegade Enigma for the name Thunderstorm. Thunderstorm. I, I like I like the name. I don't like the tag team. It's I it. meaningless. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Like I'm not even joking. I fucking hate it. Like I have been waiting for fucking Tony Storm to do some like extra shit. And it's like, no, nah, we're just gonna do this. And it's like people are like, oh well, it's it's gonna go back to Thunder Rosa and Tony. And it's like no, like we've seen that match. Like, I want something new and I want something different for both of them. And like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, you know, whatever, man. Like, whatever. And that's the end of Rampage. So yeah, that's that's the thing. So now. We're going to go into a little bit of news. So, a couple months ago, Cardi Hojo returned to stardom. And everybody had made the joke, made the mention. But for a lot of stardom fans, it wasn't a joke or a mention. 
it was literally like, oh my God, one third of the Trinity is returned to the stardom. Oh my God. If only there was the other third. And a lot of people that never experienced or know anything about Io Shirai, they don't know that she came from stardom and she was part of the Holy Trinity. And like, it was the Holy Trinity. It was Mayu Iwatani, Kari Hojo, and Io Shirai. They were the Holy Trinity. They were the biggest things in the whole fucking company. Like, they were the biggest things. They weren't like, oh, they're a team. They literally wrestled on different, like, sides of the spectrum. Not like heel or face, but like different parts of the show. And it's like, people literally turned in for just the three of them. Like, they fucking just loved them. They were winning all the titles. They were run- they were running shit. It's literally any fucking time you saw one of them in a match was like, oh, it's gonna be a fucking killer match. Like the first time I ever tuned in, like I saw Io Shirai on Stardom, I was like, oh shit, she's fucking dope. And then I saw everybody else and I was like, oh yeah, like I'm fucking love Stardom. And it like. It's going to happen now because Io Shirai is going to let her contract expire and she's going back to Japan. And I'm excited for her. I'm excited for her to go back to Japan. I'm excited for her to go back to stardom. And enough of enough of the AEW people going, she should go to AEW. She should go to AEW. I literally just got finished being irritated with the way that Tony Storm is being treated and put into a tag team because there's only one match that's supposed to happen on every AEW show. One women's match. There's not enough time to tell women's story when you have 86 women there. It's not enough time to tell anybody's story. Like nobody's getting shit done. It's just whatever the one thing that we want to happen is on. And it's very annoying. It's very annoying. Like it's insane. And I know people are like, well, what about Stardom? Stardom for the first time ever had two cage matches two fucking cage matches that were in fucking scene. Like, two cage matches that was insane. Fucking, I forgot, was it? I think it was Azami. Azami fucking jumped off of this 20-foot cage, and I know, like, they'd be like, oh, well, this is a 20-foot cage. No, no, no. This was literally, like, a 20-foot cage because, like, the ring was elevated, and she got to the top of the cage and jumped out on the other five girls that were outside and it was like dog like that's impossible why would you do that like you risk life and limb but like they caught her and everything was fine but like jesus christ like why would you do that it was, it was fucking sexy like insane start like stardom is fucking amazing and like i don't understand why people are like well aew's the best women's division in the world like we've said this a million times and like everybody else has said this Stardom has the best women's division because it's an all-women's division with everybody who can fucking wrestle. Like, I've said it a million times. Most of your faves that have come up out of nowhere has all been through stardom. Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa have both been in stardom before. Like, this is not new. None of this is new. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, come on, guys. Like, get with the program. So, yeah, like, Io Shirai looks to be leaving WWE and I'm happy. Okay. Thoughts? Honestly I have no thoughts. As long as she's happy, you know what I mean? Like 
I'm not a like stardom fan. Like I've never watched it other than YouTube and whatever. So as long as yeah. she, you know, I had no complaints. You know. Yes. But she definitely, she definitely not Hayden, not Hayden before anybody be like, oh, you're the be Mark. No, definitely don't go to Hayden because you're gonna be yes. definitely get lost in the fucking shuffle. Basically. Nah, man. Other than that, like, it's chill. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's the one thing, and it's, that's a thing that's happening. Yeah. So, yeah, let's get into this WWE show. This WWE show that exists, and I'm going to do the review of the pay-per-view a lot different than we've ever done it before because once again we didn't review smackdown this is going to be totally different like everything about this is going to be completely batshit insane so like when you hear this review you're going to be like wait where does one thing end and the other thing begin it's i'm going to blur the lines between everything so you literally just have to pay attention and listen so smackdown started out with the couple of guys, the six guys that are supposed to be in the fucking Money in the Bank ladder match. And they're all sitting on top of ladders and it's like, okay we're gonna do the championship thing where everybody's on the ladder and they're talking and arguing and all of a sudden, the Miz comes out and everybody's like, what the fuck? Then Ezekiel comes out like, okay, what the fuck is this? Then Bartender Cabron comes out what the fuck? And then Mad Crap Moss comes out. And they're saying that they all wanted to be in this rumble. I mean, not the rumble, but the ladder match. And Pierce comes out and says, hey, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to have a battle royal right now. And they all had a fucking battle royal. And it was it was weird because, like, you know, we just had a battle royal on the fucking... AEW and somebody's gonna say, "Oh, they're they're dicking." No, there there wasn't. It was just WWE is not creative and they're just stupid, and that's not dick eating. AEW was very creative with theirs, and this was just like, "We're bored. We're gonna make this battle royal type thing." And yeah, WWE is like served no purpose. Let's be honest. Yeah, it was like it, it was nothing, and they had the battle royal, and the winner was. Bartender Cabron. And he goes over and yells at Pat. He goes, ha ha. Look, see, I won. Fuck you. I won. Ha ha ha. So then we go back and Miz and Ezekiel and everybody is arguing with Adam Pierce. And they're like, hey, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? And Pierce says, you know what? Okay, there needs to be another spot in this thing. So I'm going to have a fatal four-way. It's going to be Miz versus Ezekiel, Bartender Cabron, and Mad Crap Moss. Uh, okay. Why so wouldn't have a match? Uh, yeah, that should have been a match. So they have this four-way, and the winner gets to go in the money in the bank. And the winner is Mad Crap Moss. So Mad Crap's in money in the bank. So now we go to money in the bank, and we have... Shemus, Drew McIntyre. We have Samuel Zinnin, Seth freaking Rollins, Mad Crap Moss, Omas, 
And I'm totally forgetting one more person. Uh, who was the one more person? Madcraft? No, I said Madcraft. I said Madcraft. I said Shemus. Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. I said almost Samuel Zenon. Yeah, it's... What the fuck else was that one more person? Like, somebody else. Riddle! Riddle! It was fucking Riddle. I totally forgot Riddle. The bro. So, yeah. So everybody's out there. And then Pierce comes out and says, Hey, this is Vegas. We need to up to Annie. And here's the eighth person. Theory! So he adds Theory to the fucking match. This match was literally like a fucking dumbass car crash. It wasn't like cool. It was a dumbass car crash. It was a dumb fucking car crash. Shit got fucked up. And the last person to grab the briefcase and who is new, Mr. Money in the Bank, is Gary. How do you feel about this? Being Mr. Money in the Bank. Eh. Okay, so here's here's my thought process. Eh? I have three scenarios. Three scenarios. One, he fucking fails miserably. He fucking <laughs> fails miserably. He does the cash in and fails miserably. And it's just like bam, it's over. Fails miserably. Or or he wins but both of these are at SummerSlam or he wins after there's a big last man standing and he fucking wins and takes the title off of whoever's the champion so yeah those are those are two of the options the third one will piss everybody off because the third one will take some time some energy and some planning the third one is he cashes in on Cody. And I know you're like, wait, how the fuck did you get to Cody? Because if he waits long enough, Royal Rumble happens, Cody wins, then he cashes in. Cody wins the WWE Championship, he cashes in and wins the WWE Championship from Cody. So that would piss everybody off and cement fucking theory as one of the biggest heels. So yeah. That would. Actually, would that's a good point. Yeah, I kind of want that one actually to be honest with you. Yes. So back to SmackDown. So we have Megan interviewing Natalia, and Natalia is talking about how she's gonna beat the shit out of Miranda, and that's gonna be a thing. It's like okay, well, yeah, sure, and then things happen so then we have the new day the new day come out and they're going to take on the war raiders because that's what they are now they're the war raiders I don't care if they're called the viking experience (laughs) they're the war raiders fucking Kofi aren't they like the new vicious something something yeah, because they, they they said it like three fucking times. So. Yeah, no, they're war raiders because like that's exactly what a war raider would do. Oh. So the war, well, they're actually the war machines. So war machines just beat the shit out of 
the New Day and left. Like, there was no match. There was no match. Don't, don't get us wrong. There was no match. They no. just beat the living shit out of them and left. And fucking left. And it was just like, holy fuck, they fucking left. At one point, I asked you, where's the ref? Yeah, they just beat the fucking shit out of them and left. So that happened. Then we have the women's six men. Six women, sorry. Sorry to misgender them. The six woman tag match. And Becky comes out. Becky's sitting on commentary. And it's Raw versus SmackDown. It's Liv Morgan, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka versus Shotzi, Raquel Rodriguez, and Lacey Evans. So the match is going, and Asuka picks up the win. Becky's on commentary, so Becky comes in, hits the manhandle slam, and she's out. She's like, I'll see you girls at Money in the Bank. So fast forward to Money in the Bank. All of those women are in Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. It fucking stole the show. It stole the show. The women's money in the bank stole the show and it just kept happening and like people were like, oh, it's gonna be this person, it's this person. No one thought anything about it. And Liv Morgan does it. Liv Morgan did the thing. Liv Morgan unhinged the backpack and Liv Morgan is now Mrs. Money in the Bank. Who was she catching on? When will she cash in? Who knows? So then, back to SmackDown. We have Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville, and Sonya's mad about all the stuff that Pierce did, and she slaps the living fuck out of Pierce. It's like, yep. okay. Wow. I think she actually busted him open. Yes. So then, we have an ask mini, well, ask them. Anything, and it's between the New Day and the Uso. I mean, not the New Day, the Street Profits and the Usos, and they they literally cut one of the they cut one of the best promos on each other, and then they both at the end used each other's catchphrase, and they said, "We'll see you at Money in the Bank." So they have Money in the Bank. They have one of the best tag team matches in WWE history. I mean, one of the best tag team matches in WWE history. Like, it was so fucking good. Street Profits versus the Usos was fucking amazing. It was so fucking good. Like, I know it's gonna be good, but I didn't think it's gonna be that fucking good. Yeah, they fucking almost stole the show. And it came at the end where the Usos hit the day one on Montez Ford and because of Jay Jay rolls up fucking Montez Ford's shoulder and the ref counted one, two, three but Ford's shoulder was up so now there's a justification for a stipulation tag team rematch at SummerSlam and I'm all for it 100% yeah I'm, I'm totally all for it so then we go back to SmackDown and we see Max do with 
Adam Pierce and he's telling Adam Pierce, I'm so glad that you did what you did. I'm so glad that you finally understand how the male maximum models are supposed to be presented. And I'm happy. And My Pierce is like, date, by the way. <laughs> yes. And Pierce is saying, does that mean you guys are going to debut tonight? He said, yes. Yes, we are. And he just went away. And then we get a fucking Ludwig thing. And he's talking about his IC title. I'm glad that that happened because, you know, it's good. So then we get Max Do Bree talking about his male maximum models. And they're here to titillate the juices out of you. And he's talking. He finally presents the first person, and it's Massey, formerly known as Miss. And Massey is there, and Massey has on these great clothes, and he's posing, and he's doing all of this stuff, and it is great, and he looks good, and he's a great model. And then he has Mansour. Monsieur, Monsieur, comes out, and Monsieur is looking dapper and debonair, and they're just looking very handsome, and they're straight off the runway from Paris or London or wherever things are from, and they look so good, and they're here to titillate the juices from you. The only thing missing was Tabar. This like this stole the whole fucking show. This stole the whole fucking show. I'm not even lying. This stole the whole fucking show. Even though it's silly as shit, it stole the whole fucking show. It was fucking it was great. Hilarious. Yes. And heave my words. Like, if T Bar joins this fucking group and is known as Tabar, this man is gonna have a fucking nervous breakdown. You're gonna hear the next fucking uh, podcast. Nothing but rant. You ain't gonna hear me. You're gonna hear him the whole time. I'm calling that right now. Better be. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> so then we get Ronda Rousey. And she's in the back and she's talking to Megan. And they're talking about, Ronda, you heard all the stuff that that she said about you. Natalia, what, what, do, you, what do you care? And she said, you know what? I'm going to kick her ass in the ring. And there's nothing she could do about it. So, fast forward to Money in the Bank. So, Rhonda and Natty have this match. And, and the very first part of it is good because they're like trading holes. They're going, bam, 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 bam. It's like, oh, shit, this is kind of cool. And then, like, it just falls off a cliff. The best part about that match was Rhonda putting in the sharpshooter and doing the HBK pulls while doing it. It was like, that is so disrespectful. On Bret Hart's birthday, of all things, oh, this is how you do this? I disrespect that. This is how you disrespect the legend Bret Hart on his birthday? Oh, you. Wait, 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 wait. To his niece. Oh, God, that was so irritating. <laughs> and Rhonda didn't win that way, but she, they started going and going went back and forth, back and forth, and Rhonda winds up choking out Natty. But 
Ronda's knee is fucked up. Hmm. Could you imagine she would have won with the sharpshooter though? I'm just throwing it out there before you get into it. That would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> but the fact that Ronda's knee was fucked up, people thought it. No one really just really thought it, thought it. They just kind of thought it. it was like, yeah, you know, it could happen. It could happen. And then all of a sudden we heard Liv's music. We're like, what? oh God. We're like, oh God, it's, it's going to happen, right? It's going to happen. It's happening, right? Liv gets in there. Five seconds, you, five seconds, you watch her. And Natty just starts beating her ass a little bit. I mean, not Natty. Ron just starts beating her ass. And you're like, oh shit, it's not going to happen. Fuck. Fuck, fuck it. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And then Liv did it. Liv rolled her up and Liv won the SmackDown Women's title. She cashed in. She is now the champion. Liv is the champion. It's so great. It was it was one of it's that made the whole show. That made yeah. the show great. 100%. After that, like I didn't give a shit what happened. I didn't give a fuck what happened before that. Liv Morgan <laughs> winning money in the bank and cashing in the same night fucking beautiful it was fucking beautiful and gorgeous it was like there was nothing else you could do and being around that day it's like you, you yes. think she would go to Bianca you know yes and speaking of Bianca Bianca fought Carmella and of course Bianca beat Carmella one two three she won and it's like oh shit she won I mean yeah Bianca beat Carmella the funny part was like, oh, she she won. It's like, yeah, everybody's like, yeah, all right, whatever. But Carmella came back and attacked her. She attacked the shit out of Bianca. She beat her down. Bianca could barely stand up. And at that point, everybody was like, Liv should cash in, Liv should cash in, Liv should cash in. But Liv didn't cash in because Liv didn't want to cash in on her friend. That was a perfect opportunity, though. Like, for real, for It, it was. But yeah, that that fucking happened. So, and I know people are like, "Well, what happened in the other matches?" Well, the other match was Bob Lash versus Theory, and to be honest, I totally one hundred percent thought that Theory was going to beat Bob Lash, but Bob Lash beat Theory and became the new United States champion so Bob Lash is a new US champion even though I would rather Bob Lash who got one of the biggest pops second 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 to live yeah like I would have really enjoyed Bob Lash not winning that title and Bob Lash going on to face fucking Roman Reigns but you know what fucking WWE is just WWE there's nothing else you can do about it he, he actually could have lost that shit and went into Money in the Bank instead of the, the other way. Yeah, but like they did it that And like that's that was the thing when he lost it, like my mind immediately started racing because it was like Theory is Vince's pet project. Vince wants Theory to be this person. Why yeah. the fuck did Theory lose? And then like after seeing him win Money in the Bank it was like, oh, that's why. But that's the other problem. It's like he's Vince's pet project. 
he's Vince's pet project and Vince is like well pal I want it this way and it's like but you don't understand how many people actually hate theory and it's not just because oh we hate theory because theory is this person it's like a lot of people actually hate theory because of a lot of stuff that theory has done outside of wrestling and some of the people that hate him hate him because he's fucking annoying like to me I put him almost closely closely not there but closely to the level of the bucks as far as my hatred for it and like I literally like almost want to like just push him out of the airlock that cause theory is very annoying theory is very annoying everything about him is just irritating and like it's not people to be like oh it's because he's so good it's not because he's so good is because his character is just like an annoyance and people will probably say who that's his character and that's what he's supposed to do he's supposed to annoy you you don't understand there's a line between a character annoyance and a human person just being annoyed and he doesn't tiptoe across that line he pole votes over that line and becomes one of a very, very select few of humanly annoying people. It's just like, get under your skin no matter what they do. And that's where theory is for me. Like, I can't, I can't undo it. I can't unsee it. It's just, that's where he is for me. I know people have other problems with him and the other stuff that he's done, really bad stuff. I, I still the annoyance is the stickler for me and, and that's it's just annoying cause I kind of prefer like just one... NXT run I, li- I like the deck character because your your character profiles are like very weird and very unique profiles that you like, that you attract to, and that you like, are very weird niche and like unacquainted like people. And it's like, I mean, I get it, and like seeing the way that you attract to some people, I understand why. Cert like WWE has like the fan base that they do because it caters to all audiences and not just like some specific few. Like yeah. you understand, like that, like. Because we have two varying degrees of how we like our characters presented and our characters act. We have like two distinct varying views of I like this thing and he's like, I like this thing. And we get it from both companies. Like there's people in both companies that like totally just appeal to us because of their character and everything. And that's how like like, that's how wrestling should be. It should fucking be able to appeal to everybody. But and you we know, don't like, care about it either. We can disagree yes. and, and, like, be okay with it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. I, I wasn't offended by anything he just said. Like, he's actually right. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, that's 
that's a, that's a thing. Yeah. So, I, read, like, I agree with you. I read about Bobby doing the money the bag in theory. Yes. <laughs> or at least the photo title picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes, that is money in the bank for us. Yes. Word money in the bank is in the books. It was a very good money in the bank. We went into oh yeah, uh, uh this is gonna suck. It came out like this is very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. <laughs> yes. And I'm I'm so happy that it came out very enjoyable and it was like I liked it. I liked it a lot. Congratulations to Liv Morgan. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. She deserves every bit of this joy. She deserves everything that she's got. She's worked hard for it. She is one of the fucking greatest. Love her. Like, she deserves it. I would put her up there with, like, Big E and whatever. How everybody was happy that Big E won the world title. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody was so happy that she won. Like, I didn't see one negative comment. Yes. Like, because, like, Liv, Liv touches everybody's heart. Like, no matter who you are, she touches everybody's heart. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes her so great. Yes. Yeah. So there was a fucking big ass, massive ass fucking teaser that was like a promo for somebody and it was all dark and gritty and it set the internet ablaze and everybody was so whispering, it's pretty white. It's pretty white. It's pretty white. And I said, no, hold on. There's something off about this. Why is everybody jumping to Bray Wyatt? Everybody's like, no, it's Bray Wyatt. He's finally back. Oh my God, people were exploding. People were literally losing their shit. It's like, okay, but guys, guys, would you calm down for a second? It's not. And everybody's like, no, it is. And then I said, well, what about the fucking gold medals? I seen that. No, it's Bray Wyatt. What about the Latino Heat car thing? No, it's Bray Wyatt. The Dudley glasses? No, it's Bray Wyatt. The Hardy's armbands? It's Bray Wyatt. It's like, are you really that sick and twisted? Did you just like, we're not going to let go of this Bray Wyatt thing when it's clearly fucking Edge? <laughs> it's like, it's right there. It's literally setting up for Edge and Finn Balor at SummerSlam. Like, that's, that's not apparent. Like, we already have the title match at SummerSlam with Brock and Roman. Then we have fucking Matt, not Matt Riddle, fucking Miz versus Logan. Then we have Pat McAfee versus Bartender Cabron. We do have Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. We have the Street Profits versus the Usos again. Then we have Finn Balor versus fucking Edge. We have so many matches that's already down for the card. Like, it's just, 
Like, it's ridiculous, like, for you to go, oh, it's Bray Wyatt, it's Bray Wyatt, WWE finally brought back Bray Wyatt. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. None of that happened. We also have Bianca versus Becky, and we might have Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey in a rematch, or we could get a new challenger for Liv. But, like, it's so much stuff that's already on the books for fucking SummerSlam. And people just immediately was like, oh, yeah, no, it's Bray. It's Bray. And I'm like, it's not Bray. It's Bray. It's not Bray. It's Bray. You're crazy. It's Bray. Don't you do It's like, come on, dude. Like, it's not Bray. Like, why, why are you this way? It's, it's Edge. It's Edge. And Monday night, you'll probably find out a little bit more. And you'll be like, oh, shit, it is Edge. Yeah, that's when the first came out. I, I thought it was like a summer sand commercial or something. Yeah, it, it looked like a summer sand commercial, but then it was a person walking, and then it was like, oh, it's the person. And once I started seeing like little clues, it was like, hmm. Because once I saw the gold medal, the first person I saw it up was Gable Stevenson. I was like, oh, is, like, is Gable Stevenson going to make him dark? And then when I saw the Latino Heat thing, I was like, well, that doesn't correlate with like a gold medalist. And then it was like, hmm, let's connect the dots, la la la. We connected the dots and it was like, oh, it's that person. That's who it is. It's that person. So all the and people it, he kind of had something to do with. Yes. Because like, if they're even like slowing it down into like full stop slow motion you also see Christian's glasses. So it's like, oh, yeah, no, that's that's definitely it. Like, there's nothing else happening yet. Okay. Yeah, because it's like, like, the thing was, like, the, that made me angry is, like, the people did not see the little thing swinging, and they were like, no, we didn't see that. It's like, bro, how did you not see the fucking, the gold thing swinging? It's like, right there, it's the gold. Yeah, that's why, like, I was immediately going, oh, it's Gable Stevenson. Like, that's what it was. Until I saw, like, all of the other little artifacts and was like, oh, it's Edge. It's Edge. Okay. Yeah. And then, like, another match is rumored for there is, like, the Cena Austin Theory thing and that appears to be off because they're trying to push it to WrestleMania and I don't understand why they would do that they just should just do it here and you know get it over with Yeah, but they're not gonna go with that and then also we had the Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre match which like, they need to fight, because, like, they've been fighting, and they won't stop fighting. They just need to fight and just get done. It's like, get it over with. Like, leave it be. Just let it be. Type of stipulation. Yeah, because, like, the funny part about it is, like, Drew needs something just in between before he gets back to Roman in September. Yeah. Like he, like he needs, like he needs to do something. He just needs to do something to get it out the way, and then he gets back to Roman in September in, in Canadian class or Castle Attack or whatever it's called. I know somebody out there was like, 
dog. You just said castle attack. That's a New Japan thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Shush. Better than what I was going to say. I was going to say um, castle crashes. That's like a mobile game, I think. Yeah, that's, that's also a mobile game. With this. This is another... <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. But yeah, that's that was a thing. So, uh... Anything else? No. Okay, you want to say goodbye? Goodbye.